Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Tyler Morgan Show on Relentless Daring Media Network. Welcome back to Land of Bourbon and Bad Decisions. This is the Tyler Morgan Show live on twitch.tv slash Tyler Morgan Show. Or maybe you're checking this out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at the Tyler Morgan Show. Or maybe you're just, you know, Cruising through Rumble, checking it out, and you're searching for The Tyler Morgan Show or Relentless Daring. Either or, you will find me there. Or maybe you're checking this out on podcast. Yeah, you can't go wrong checking this out on podcast because this is a show that is more pleasing to the ears than Vivek Ramaswamy trying to do Eminem. If I can get to play. Yeah, this actually happened today. Vivek Ramaswamy attempting to appeal to the elder millennials, such as myself, by breaking out some 8 Mile. I mean, come on. But you know what's even more appealing than my voice, especially in comparison to Mr. Vivek Ramaswamy? Um... I have to say, something that's more pleasing than either of those, beard oil. Because if you're like me and you're growing out the nice, luscious beard, you don't want it to get all dry and scratchy and itchy. So, beard oil is the way to go. And I go with Blue Collar Beardsman. Uh, these are great oils. They are handcrafted, and the scents that they use are absolutely amazing. I mean, they last all day. They don't fade as soon as you put them in they don't you know overpower everything to where it's like what's oh man what's that smell like it keeps smelling no it's really great stuff that like i said and it's like i said handcrafted not just cheap argan oil and then add some scent to it and you know you buy it this is a blend of oils specially crafted to condition your beard condition the skin and keeps everything all nice and soft and some of the ingredients they say even has like a rogaine like uh you know quality that helps you with growing the facial hair so if you want to check it out go to bluecollarbeardsman.com and check out their uh choices of scents you can use for me if i'm just getting one of the regular scents i really like the apprentice it's a nice lemon lime soda scent or maybe the smoke break, which has, you know, some really good, rich tobacco scents. It does not smell like a smoke cigar. It smells like one you just get out of the wrapper and, mmm, yummy. Check them out. And maybe you want to sign up for their subscriptions. And every month, you can get the, uh, the special monthly scents that are, you know, limited runs. If you sign up for a subscription, use the promo code SUBSCRIBE. 
and save 25% off your first month. Or maybe check out some of their, you know, hats or brushes and combs and stuff they have like that for your beard care. Check them out, bluecollarbeardsman.com. All right, so really getting into things that have been going on this week. Um, Earlier this week, when Joe Biden was getting ready to go to uh, Salt Lake City, there was a man who he made threats against the president, Kamala Harris, uh, other members of the administration, and here you won't have an issue with me saying that is illegal because you, know, you don't threaten the president. You know, it's the same thing I said when Johnny Depp in an interview said, when was the last time an actor assassinated the president in reference to Donald Trump? Or when uh, Kathy Griffin had the photo shoot with her holding the decapitated fake head of a fake Donald Trump. These are things that we as Americans all agree are not good. Now, in the, I don't know necessarily about the Johnny Depp situation or when Madonna was saying we should blow up the White House with Donald Trump in it. I don't know if the FBI had conversations with them. However, the FBI did go have conversations with Kathleen, Kathleen, Kathy Griffin, because that looked like a pretty serious threat. Now, the the gentleman in Utah. Several months ago, he had been contacted by the FBI. They approached him. They came to his house. And he told them, come back with a warrant, which is his right to do. They were just there to interview him, assess how big of a threat he really seemed to be. He then gets online and he makes comments about the FBI shows up. He has surprises for them. It's not a good look. And I am not excusing anything he said online. Because if I come out on my podcast and I make some stupid comments that are threatening towards a member of any administration, a candidate running, hell, if I'm making threats on my podcast against my neighbor, then yep, using the internet to convey a terroristic threat is against the law. So, that being said, the morning that Joe Biden was to arrive in Salt Lake City, they go to Provo, and it wasn't just they show up, knock on the door. No, it was a full-on tactical raid. Okay. I I don't have the videos of it available for me to, you know, to come out and play the audio for what happened. But one of his neighbors was filming the commotion going on. This is like 6 o'clock in the morning. You know, 
the big tactical SWAT truck rolls up. You know, you have guys jumping out. They try to use a battering ram to knock in the door. They can't get the door to break open. So using a battering ram on the, you know, assault vehicle, they smash his windows. They go in through the window. There's all sorts of noise and screaming, shouting. There's get down on the ground, get down on the ground. You can hear that plainly in the audio. And from outside the house, there's a boom. It sounds like a flashbang going off. And it appears in the video that a flashbang is going off outside the home. And then shots are fired inside. Now, if this man, I'm not saying his name because I think ultimately, like a lot of assassins, a lot of crazy people, they want people to know their names. I'm not going to say it. He was killed. If he had drawn down on the FBI agents coming into his home and would not put the gun down and he forced them to shoot him, that's, what can I say? That's not, (laughs) you kind of earned it. Uh, What's the old saying? Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. However, until the FBI releases any body cams, which I don't know if FBI tactical teams run body cams. That's uh, yet to be seen. But if they were running them, they haven't released the footage because it's it doesn't look good on the FBI. You would think they want, if there's anything that queers them of any wrongdoing, they would want to put that out there. Okay, but then again, the investigation is still going on, so I can also see why they're withholding the information on that as well. But what happens if this is released and it shows that he wasn't armed? He was in, you know, in his chair because by all accounts, this man, he's 75 years old. He's like five foot three, 300 pounds. He's not exactly mobile. I know there's pictures of him online of, you know, wearing a ghillie suit and holding up rifles and this, that, and the other. Okay, how recent are these pictures? Because as someone who has been dealing with some health issues, I know how quickly you can go from being fairly active to a sedentary lump. And also, by accounts from all of his neighbors from his friends, people from church. He's a teddy bear. So there's this dichotomy. There's this teddy bear, wouldn't hurt his soul, takes care of his, you know, adult son who's blind and just two weeks ago had a stroke. So you, like I said, you, you've got that teddy bear. Then, on the other hand, you have this guy who's making threats online, very violent threats. 
Now, is it possible that he leads a legit double life? He really is, you know, he puts on a facade of big cuddly teddy bear. Although, you know, you know, he has to drive the half block to church because he can't walk that distance. Is, do we have this guy? Or do we have the potentially uber-violent and a legitimate threat to the President of the United States who, at five foot three, 300 pounds, 75 years old, and can barely walk to church, has to be helped out of a chair, can't get out of a chair without a walker or a cane to put his weight on, Yeah. It is, or is it simply a guy who gets on the internet and he says things on the internet he wouldn't say in real life because he knows if he said this to a person's face, he would get tackled, he'd get punched in the mouth, what have you. There is a lot of questions. There is. There are a lot of questions that are waiting to be answered. And that being said, there's some other stuff that's kind of hinky that went on with this. Like I said, we don't know what happened. Did he have a gun? Was he pointing it at them? Did he shoot first? Did... Yeah, was the were the FBI agents forced to retaliate? Were they forced to defend themselves with deadly force because of his actions? Again, I don't know. And if it's there are and if there are no body cameras to verify what happened. It's going to be the agents who went into that home. It's going to be their word versus a dead man who he cannot defend himself. And then that's where we get into the next seemed next series of issues. You see, anytime there's a shooting and the person ends up dead. Until the coroner gets there and releases the body to be moved, you don't move the body. For instance, when Michael Brown was shot and killed by Darren Wilson in Ferguson way back in 2014, he was in the street until the coroner came and said, okay, yes, you can remove him from the scene and take his body to the nearest hospital, morgue, whatever. If the wounded, if the, uh, the person who was shot by the police is wounded, yes, they will be removed from the scene in an ambulance and taken for treatment because that's what the right thing to do is. 
But in this instance, he was shot and killed. And then his body was removed from inside the house. So they've already uh, contaminated the crime scene by removing evidence, that evidence being his body. And they go leave his body on the sidewalk under a sheet for everyone to see. And it wasn't they move him out there where everyone can see him, and then an ambulance comes up and retrieves his body and moves it on to the next place he needs that body needs to go, the morgue, hospital, whatever. It's out there on the street. And it wasn't for 20, 30 minutes till they had everything secured. No, it was for like two to three hours, according to neighbors. Why would you leave a body laying on the sidewalk in plain sight for everyone to see for two to three hours? This is where I really start to ask questions about what happened. Because if you're doing that, it really seems like what the British used to do in the in the Caribbean when they would execute a pirate. They would hang the pirate, and then they would go take that body and string it up on a gibbet overlooking the harbor as a warning to other pirates that if you do your pirate shenanigans here, we will kill you. That's really what this feels like. Again, I don't have any evidence of it. This is my opinion. This is how it feels to me seeing it. You threaten the president. You get online and you say stupid stuff. This is the outcome. And how long until certain people in levels of government, way above my pay grade, decide that, you know, this would be a really great intimidation tactic to people on Twitter who aren't making threats but are just attacking this presidency. Someone on Facebook is sharing sharing information that, while it is proven true, we just don't like it, and we want to be silenced. So we send someone to go have a uh, kind and friendly conversation about the content of your social media posts. This seems like an, an intimidation tactic because there is no good reason why that man's body should have been left out in, the, in plain sight. Oh, it wasn't in plain sight. It was under a sheet. Oh, you're, you're, you're being all hyperbolic there. They left his body under a sheet out on the sidewalk for two to three hours. There, and this isn't some place out in the middle of the boondocks. It's in the suburbs of Provo, Utah. 
where there are families with small children right in the area. It's bad enough that when the screaming and the first boom and gunshots are happening around 6.30 in the morning, and you have families that are trying to feed their kids breakfast, get ready to take off for work, and then all of a sudden all this chaos is going on, and you have to drag your kids to the basement, you have to try to find shelter for them because they're scared. And then they come upstairs and they look outside. Oh my God, this guy that we have known for years and years and years is now dead on the sidewalk. And they just lays there. Who at the FBI would ever think that's a great decision? Just let that body lie there. Where, like I said, these are kids who grew up around him. Teenagers who have known him their entire life. Neighbors who know him very well. Looking out and seeing their neighbor, Bob. Bob is not his real name. Like I said, I'm not using his name because I don't want to give him any notoriety he was hoping to get. There's Bob that we have known for a decade. We, we helped him with his blind son. We, we helped him, you know, clear his driveway in the snow because he can't walk. He watched our kids while we had to go do an errand. Our kids played in his yard. He'd give popsicles to the kids, whatever. They're forced to look out the windows and see this. Now, I know, I know, no one was forcing him, Tyler. You're right. But you know what? When you have a bunch of flashy lights, when you have ambulances and tactical vehicles and cop cars all lined out in your neighborhood, it kind of draws your attention. And out there is your buddy. There's the guy who was super friendly and would help you out, just lying dead. Now, again, I know there's people who will listen to the, listen to this podcast and They'll get all up in arms and, oh, you're you're defending the guy, blah, blah, blah. No. If what he did, if what they say he was doing, well, I mean, I've seen the social media posts. He was absolutely posting them. That is true. But until someone says definitively, we came in to execute this search warrant, And he met us with armed resistance. Here is the video evidence. The reason why there was that boom, someone went to throw a flashbang into the house and it bounced off the window and it landed out in the yard. And you can see it right here, blah, 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 blah. If, if they can come up with a TikTok 
Yep. That's a, a journalistic term for a verified timeline, not the social media app that China uses to spy on me. I really need to delete that app from everything. But then again, Amazon and Google already spy on me, so yeah, what the hell? You know, when the FBI can come out and say, 100%, this is verifiable. We went in. You can see on the video right here, he has a weapon. He, we, You hear him, hear us yelling at him, drop the weapon, drop the weapon. He points it at us. We pulled the trigger. If they can do that, then okay, I will, I will accept the FBI story. However, if that is not the case, if some jack wagon was trying to throw a flashbang through the window, trying to use the concussive effects to de-escalate the situation and they missed the window or they were super excited and all lamped up and trying to pull the pin and, oh, God, I dropped the flashbang outside. Meanwhile, there's all the chaos inside. Get down on the ground, get down on the ground. You hear all of this, and then all of a sudden, boom. If you're an FBI agent and he has a weapon in his hand, he's not pointing it at you, but he's not dropping it either. And then suddenly you hear a boom go off because some jack wagon outside screwed up and then you pulled the trigger. There are some accounts saying that only one shot was fired and it was a lethal shot. If the FBI screwed up and it caused a man's unnecessary death, regardless of the threats against the president and the vice president, if the FBI screwed up and they killed a man for no good reason, That's when, you know, the whole back the blue thing. So I do support police officers, but I do not back the blue no matter what they do. The FBI, in the decades since Ruby Ridge and Waco, they have burned their credibility again and again and again. So anyone who's just coming out and saying, oh, the FBI, they did a good thing. Then maybe you really need to stop and look at the FBI. You really need to stop and look at their history and the things they have gotten wrong, the things they have screwed up. Like when Louis Free, the FBI director, unleashed the FBI on the guy responsible for saving so many lives in Atlanta during the Olympics when 
uh, the pipe bombs went off there at uh, Centennial Park. Because, oh, look. This guy has a history of impersonating a police officer. He really wants to be a police officer. He tried out for the academy. He kept failing because he was fat and he couldn't pass the PT test. And now here he is working security at the Olympics. And he just happens to be on duty when the bombs go off. He just happened to be the one who spotted the backpack that the pipe bombs were in. He happened to be the one to start moving people out because no cop or firefighter in the history of cops, firefighters has ever had a hero complex where they set up the set up a situation to save as many lives as possible. And they get to be the hero. That's what, that's what the FBI said about Richard Jewell. While they were investigating Richard Jewell, they were letting the real bad guy get away. The FBI is not 100% infallible. No law enforcement group is. Your local cops will have a bad guy or two on them. Maybe more if you are in a big city. But it's very, very important that when an officer does something that is 100% justifiable, the evidence shows they did nothing wrong, back those cops up. But when the evidence shows the cops were in the wrong, the cops did something stupid and amateurish like not saying this happened this is this is my theory of what could have happened some knucklehead drops a flashbang outside it goes off you're already in an intense situation you have your weapons drawn in a show of force against whom whom you are trying to arrest you hear boom and you go bang. Whether it was that, whether it was outright murder, whatever, we have to wait until we get the official investigation back from the FBI. Which, like I said, you have a team of SWAT operators, and it's going to be their word against a dead man who made threats against the president and vice president on Facebook. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, so getting back into it, before I get started, let me tell you about my favorite beverage. I know you're seeing all those wonderful bottles of whiskey above my head if you're on YouTube or Rumble or you're watching live, but as much as I love the whiskey, I love coffee more. Coffee gets me up in the go gets me up and going in the morning. It helps me go to bed at night. Yes, I'm one of those weirdos. I will drink a whole pot of coffee and pass right out. Comes with great genetics. However, my favorite coffee, though, is American Pride Roasters. American Pride Roasters is a small brand out of Iowa. And let me tell you, Dave and his wife, Faith, they make amazing coffee they very very carefully select what beans are going to buy they figure out which beans to blend together to get the get the flavor profile and come up with some amazing flavors of coffee me personally i am a huge fan of the thomas Paine age of reason remix that is 100 robust of beans Ah, I thought Arabica beans were best. Yeah, generally speaking, but these Robusta beans have amazing flavor and pack a lot of caffeine into them, if you know what I mean. Check them out today, AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Historically, great coffee. Now... I'm going to be honest, I really didn't do a whole heck of a lot of show prep because I was cooking all day. Yeah, I know, I'm weird. I'm domesticated. I like to cook. I mean, I homemade, homemade banana cream pie that we took to a Bible study. It was awesome. And where it gets tricky is the fact that it was gluten-free. I'm stalling. So, yeah, and this, I'm a huge cook. I love to cook. When I say huge, I mean I was pushing 300 pounds at one point. Big. Um, there's a song that's been blowing up on Twitter and social media. It is from an artist. I just lost the story. An artist named uh, Oliver Anthony. Uh, he's uh, Oliver Anthony Music. If you want to check him out on YouTube, I will put a link to his YouTube page into the song. Um, it has just been blowing up. It is called Rich Men North of Richmond. Now, I'm sure locally 
him being a Virginian, talking about all the money and power north of Richmond, which is basically 95 all the way up, 90, falling 95 all the way up into D.C., where all the money brokers, all the power brokers are in Virginia. And talking about, it's like, all these guys up here, all they care about is wanting more power. And he doesn't, he does not call out the left only wants more power, does not call, call out the right only wants more power. He calls out, he's just saying everyone up there does. And, and if you think about it, uh, people like Shannon Joy out of Rochester, New York, she's a uh, talk radio host up there, she calls it the Uniparty. And it's 100% correct. Uh, I've used this analogy before on the show where it's uh, like having a runaway horse and carriage. It's heading for a cliff, and you have the Democrats on one side, the Republicans on the other side. They're fighting for control of the reins. But the thing is, Whichever side temporarily has control of the reins, instead of turning the horse away from the cliff that's running towards, they just they just keep spurring it on to go faster. Because that's what DC is doing right now. That's what a lot of our state houses are doing. You you've got all these fights between the left and the right, but at the end of end of the day. No, neither side is trying to stop this country from plummeting into the abyss. They're just driving it further and further. Well, like I said with uh, Oliver Anthony, he uh, released the song and... This has been known to happen on social media where an unknown artist comes out, releases a song, and it just connects with everyone. And it hits hard. It's very kind of a bluegrassy country sound. He, uh, If you listen to Tyler Childers, he has a voice kind of like that. A little nasally, a little gravelly playing on a resonator guitar, so it has a very, very distinct sound to it. And I cannot begin to describe how great this song is. So, in hopes of not having this episode demonetized, not that I'm getting monetized on YouTube, but, you know, not having it thrown completely you know, out the window and catching a ah you are doing you were doing copyrighted materials I'm going to give this a shot on my phone trying to get linked through the you know Bluetooths here all right so this is Oliver Anthony Richmond north of Richmond the song is available on Apple iTunes. Uh, the video is up on YouTube. And he released this song like three days ago, and it's already number one on Apple. 
And this song is absolutely freaking amazing. Get my audio and... I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is living in the new world with an old soul. These rich men, north the rich men, Lord knows they all just wanna have total control. Wanna know what you think, wanna know what you do, and they don't think you know, but I know that you do. Cause your dollar ain't shit, and it's taxed to no end. All right, so for uh, the sake of not catching a copyright strike there, I want to go ahead and shut that one down. Um, this whole song, I mean, you talk about, you know, the, the, the Utes of today. Well, I, that song slaps. Well, I, I don't know if it slaps or not, but the whole song is just, we're the forgotten man. You know, uh, kind of, if I can reference uh, Amity Slays there, I might need to get on Audible to see if I can find that one to listen to. But, yeah, that's what so many Americans are feeling right now. You have Washington, D.C. You know, you have Corinne Jean-Pierre every day up there at the White House and as press secretary talking about how great the economy is. Bidenomics, is it's... It's a godsend. Inflation is down. Forget the fact that your grocery bill is still going up. Forget the fact that you just watch the gas, which, oh, it went down. Oh, it went back up. Oh, it went down. It went back up. The gas is at an all-time low. No, it's not at an all-time. It's at an all-time low for this administration. The At the lowest point since 2021 since January 20th 2021 that was the lowest point the day that Joe Biden was inaugurated gas was going up and it was still <laughs> it is still lower on January 20th 2021 than at the lowest point after that you have banks that don't care you have politicians who will tell you what you want to hear in order to get you to vote you will have vivek ramaswamy out there rapping to eminem because hey it draws attention to me i want to show people i'm cool and i'm hip by rapping to a song that's almost what 17 16 17 years old now the Zennials, you know, the not quite Generation X, the almost too old to be a millennial. Guys like me, 39, 40 years old who, you know, 
when they were a teenager, you know, they were just out of high school when that movie came out. You know, when that movie came out, I had already been, you know, deployed once when that movie came out. So what, 2004? So, yeah. This is an singing, rapping to an old song, and sure, oh yeah, I was really popular way back when, when I was in, when I was still in college. But does it really connect? Does it connect to Iowans in Des Moines? I mean, don't get me wrong. Des Moines not some huge big city, nor is it some country bumpkin town. It's fairly cosmopolitan, but how many conservatives in Des Moines at the state fair hoping for the chance to run into a politician are wanting to hear that politician rapping to an Eminem song. Eminem, a guy who doesn't give a rat behind, we'll say, about conservative values. I mean, he, he's a guy who he did a song... He, he was trying to freestyle. It was just basically F Trump, F Trump, F Trump, F Trump. And, and I'm not a big, you know, Trumplican, as some people say. I'm not anti-Trump. But is that how you win over voters? By showing that you're relatable? By singing a song? from an artist who hates you singing a song from an artist who hates the people that you really want to get their vote trying to win the youth vote in the upcoming caucuses and you're rapping to a song that is considered a classic now and I, I'm not saying it's viewed as one of the staples of American pop music. I'm just saying classic because it, oh, it's old. You, like I said, these, these people who are trying to get in power, many of them don't care. They will beg, borrow, cheat, steal, and lie to get there. And at the end of the day, it's not anyone in Washington who pays for horrible mistakes. It is us, the American people. And you have conservatives like Jonah Goldberg who go on TV and talk about how these, these small dollar donations, they, they really shouldn't matter because it's, it's the big ticket donors. Those are the ones, you know, they, you know, the the small donors, they push us towards radicalization. The big ones push us towards moderation. It's like, okay, so Jonah, who would you rather have deciding American policy based on donations? The guy who works his ass off 60 hours a week to put food on his table that he can barely afford 
because of inflation and cost of living. It's putting all these costs to the roof. You want 20 bucks from that guy going to the guy. He's like, you know what? He gets it. I'm going to donate to him. Because maybe that one will actually make decisions that affect me positively. Do we want that? Or do we want, you know, some oil exec? Do we want a billionaire going, all right, we're going to pick this guy because uh, we know what his policies are. They're going to be good for us. Um, I'm sorry. How is that moderation working out? Because right now you have the left complaining about, ah, yeah, these businesses are turning all-time profits. Granted, the money isn't worth a tiddly crap anyways. I'm working really hard to self-censor here. The money isn't worth a crap because we've inflated it so much. And that's just been the last three years. We've printed so much money. If you if you keep going back all the way to inflation at its lowest point, our money now is worth like 30% of what it was just a few short decades ago. You have the banking industry with its execs and the banks themselves who donate to candidates who are going to implement policies who are going to bring about legislation who are going to nominate fed members that will be best for the banks is that who we want jonah we want industry and think tanks and people like george soros or whichever coke brother is still alive because the other one died We want them being the ones funding the better better politicians because they will moderate. I'm sorry, I don't want a moderate. I don't want someone who's a firebrand either. I want someone who goes up on that stage. They say what they mean. When they get in the office, they mean what they say. They follow through. Even if they're a legislator of some sort in the House, the Senate, the state level. If they're at least attempting to get the legislation they said they want to get through because I support them because their ideas are better for me and my family. If they're at least attempting to get it through, they are keeping their word. If they say, I will not support X, Y, and Z regardless of how sweet a deal they make it for me to support it, and they go out and they say, Nope. They're holding to their word. That is not radicalization, Jonah. That is the politician that small donors want. Granted, the the crazies on both sides, they will get their base. They will always get their base. But when you have, when you come out and you advocate that maybe, just maybe, the people who make huge donations should be the one who choose what 
politicians get funded because, well, they'll pick the mo- someone who's going to moderate, not be so crazy. No. Jonah, you don't go to a publisher with a book and pick the one who's going to you know, screw you over in the end. No big business, no big donor is going to give to certain candidates because it won't pay off for them. But if they know the guy or girl that they're supporting going into that position will bend over backwards to be advantageous for them, even if it Fs us over, that's who they're going to support, Jonah. They don't give a crap about you. They don't give a crap about me. They give a crap about themselves. Maybe you should just go ahead and go park your grift, Jonah, because it doesn't fly with conservatives. It might fly with the money crowd. The, oh, yes, well, we're so conservative, and well, at least as long as people are looking, yes. You think people like me are just scummy little populists? We only care about me, 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 me. Jonah, I I don't know about you, but I actually fought for my country. I've actually had friends die for this country. Meanwhile, little Jonah Goldberg, what did you do for this country other than write some freaking books? Yeah, liberal fascism. It was a great book. I'm glad it got me smoked at Fort Benning because I had it in my wall locker during a wall locker inspection. I'm glad I spent that money on it because you're doing the crap that you wrote about in the book. Except you're not you're not the left canceling the right. You're the right canceling the right canceling the right because we're not the correct right. Because people like me don't want some machine Republican to come in and well, we'll just keep owning the libs. Ah ha ha ha. Meanwhile, everything they do is more big state, more government intertwining with business. Because it's a simple fact. The only, the only thing that loves big the big government more than the government is big business and vice versa. Jonah would rather have big business and big government intertwined because, well, they picked the guys who are going to moderate. While moderation is good, it had better be I'm not going to use inflammatory language, but I'm going to mean every damn word that comes out of my mouth. I'm not going to get everyone riled up. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to give you my vision. I'm going to tell you what I want to attempt to do for America, not for Wall Street, not for some big, big interest group that's going to you know, throw all this lobbying money at me, what I'm going to do for America. Not just my group, not just 
not just my side, not just the people who are throwing 20 bucks at me because there's a crap ton of them. I want to institute policies that are going to be good for everyone, left, right, independent, communist, maybe not the communists. Maybe, Maybe I'll get them a free helicopter ride, whatever. But that's what people like me want. We don't want the peop- those people who are helping push this country over the edge into this weird new uh, socioeconomic political system that bears a really strong resemblance to what the definition of fascism is. Not what everyone calls fascism, because don't be wrong, Nazi Germany wasn't good, and fascist Italy was definitely not good either. But instead, you're pushing it more into something that looks like China, where you have the big government and big business just holding hands, happy as pigs in mud. And you know what? Whenever the government says jump, they say how high on the way up. When you pick, when you let politicians get picked by the big donors who only care about the big donors, and they don't give a rat's anus about the rest of America, guess what? That's the direction you're headed to. All right, so on that happy note, I'm going to wrap it up for this week. Again, thank you so very much for joining me this week. Well, I sat down and Weird calculator in my pocket. Who knew? Um, Thanks for joining me this week. Again, if you are uh, checking this out on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button somewhere down there. I don't hit the subscribe button. Do it. Damn it. I'm starting to sound like those weird YouTube people. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell. Get notifications and uh, maybe thumbs up this video. It'd be very helpful. Again, same thing on the Rumbles. If you go to rumble.com and search for the Tyler Morgan Show or possibly even Relentless Daring, you will find me there. Again, subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications. That way, every week when a new episode posts, you will get your episode and you will enjoy it. You will or else. Or maybe you are a podcast listener. If you are new to the podcast, I ask the same four things every week. Number one, please, please, please send me my... Who who switched out my cards? No. If you're new, I don't ask you to send me money every week. I apologize. People are switching out my my cue cards over there. I see you. Do, Do it again. That's the same four things every week. Number one, please hit the subscribe or follow button. Apple's weird. They have a follow button and not subscribe because they Apple's got some premium thing. So if you hit subscribe over there, they're wanting you to spend money. I would never ask you to spend money on me just to be able to hear my sweet, sultry voice. Anyways, once you have subscribed or followed, please Rate this podcast five stars, all except four. Three and below, we may need to have talk. Hit me up on Twitter at fake Tyler Morgan. Again, Twitter at fake Tyler Morgan there. And uh, my DMs are open. So if you feel like you need to give me a three-star rating or less, 
feel free to DM me and we will discuss it. Maybe you have some tips. Maybe you have some tricks. Maybe you're just an a-hole who wants to yell at me. I'm giving you the opportunity to do just that directly. Once you have rated this show, please write a review. That's step number three. Reviews help when people find this show and they stumble across it because right now, that's ba- unless they're searching for it, they're literally just stumbling across it. I don't know how they can literally do that. It's a digital platform. I don't know. Maybe Maybe my podcast has special powers. I don't know. Anyways, once you have rated it, please review it. That way when it pops up, if someone comes across it, they can see what you have to say. There will be lots of good reviews, and one person calling me an Alex Jones wannabe. I didn't even say anything about gay frogs that episode. They listened to it. So, who knows? Anyways, once you have subscribed, rated, and reviewed, please, please share this episode or share the podcast channel in as a whole with someone who you think will enjoy this show or send it to someone who you think will hate this show either, or I will, you know, if they're going to hate the show, that means I'm probably going to get some negative reviews, some bad ratings, but you know, if it drives them crazy for you so you don't have to, I will gladly help you out. Again, thank you so much for listening, and as always, stay relentless. The Tyler Morgan Show is a relentless daring media production. The Tyler Morgan Show is supported by its listeners. To support the show, go to ko-fi.com slash Show to donate there or RelentlessDaring.com and hit the donate button at the top of the page to set up your donation. All music used in the Tyler Morgan Show is used with permission from PurplePlanet.com. Link in the show notes. 2 Timothy 1-7